Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Did you hear? The banks are in crises. Is it a crisis? Is it really a situation? Is it going to get worse? Is it really going to collapse? I don't know. But you know something? Is it because the Fed and what the Fed is doing? Can the Fed save it? What does that mean for me as an investor in the market? Where is my money and is it safe? But the regional banks are going through this, not as much as the big banks. Why is that? How did we get here? Wait a minute. That's a lot of questions. And in this video, I'm going to do the best that I can to explain how we got here and what's going to happen going forward. I still think that there's another shoe to drop when it comes down to this, and I'll explain why. But can the Fed stop this? And will this affect the Fed's decisions in continuing to raise interest rates. So with all of that being said, let's get straight to some articles. I don't want to get deep into them. I just want to read the headlines. PacWest, Western, Finance, Western Alliance, stocks plunge as U.S. regional bank woes worsen. Plummeting bank stocks test predictions that the worst of the crises is over. Next one, regional bank shares dive as investors, oh my goodness, as investors fret about contagion. Western Alliance, Bancorp halted as bank denies its pondering sale. First Horizon stock plunges after merger deal with TD Bank is mutually terminated. Regional banking crisis won't end until the Fed cuts interest rates. Hmm. Next and last story, and this is a bold statement. The Fed will cut interest rates in the fall as banking turmoil puts credit conditions in a tight vice. The Fed will finally cut interest rates in the fall. Former PIMCO economist Paul McCauley predicted prediction. That's because banking turmoil would put credit in a tight vice, slowing the economy. He warned, well, wait a minute. The Fed is trying to slow the economy to aggressively go after inflation. Economists has flagged the risk of recession over the past year as the Fed aggressively hate, uh, hiked rates. All right. So that's just out there and everybody sees those. And I don't know if it's doom or gloom. I don't know if it's warning, but you know something? I've got to look at the numbers. I got to look at what's on paper to give me a better understanding of what's going on and how to best take advantage of it as an investor in the stock market. All right. I've got a slide deck for you. Here we go. It's called Bank Collapse 2023. For those of you who may be new to the market, I tried to lay out in layman's terms as best I could on how we got here. All right. Now, prior to the Fed raising interest rates as aggressively as he did, I still don't think it was aggressive enough, but that's just my opinion. As aggressively as he did prior to that, interest rates were historically low, sitting at about 2%. Great time to borrow money and pay it back long term stayed there. All right. So banks borrowed money at a lowest at a lower interest rate. They lent money at higher interest rates. Now the interest rates increased in a big and fast way. 
the short-term rates became higher than the long-term rates, which is called the inversion yield curve. All right. Now, the long-term rates were supposed to finance the short-term loans. If I'm lending money at a higher interest rate and I'm borrowing at a lower interest rate, that should offset and I should be making money. But the long-term liability was long-term liability versus the long-term assets. The assets weren't there. The short-term was at the, the short-term borrowing of money. All right. So as we do that and continue on, more banks will have to assume, think about this. This is why I think the other shoe has to fall. More banks will have to assume the realized loss due to the rise in interest rates or because they're long-term, they're going to try to ride this out to maturation. How many of these regional banks who could be in some kind of financial dysfunction right now can afford to actually hold these long-term uh, in, uh, in, uh, these long-term um, investments uh, through to maturation? Now, the Fed is trying to slow down inflation, but interest rates still have to be raised. Credit now. Back in 2008, 2007, 2008, it was credit risk that hurt us from the banks. Now this is interest rate risk. There's a difference between the two scenarios. But something to keep in mind: the financial system has five to six trillion dollars in money market funds. On top of that, the big banks, the banks deemed too big to fail, have been really cautious in their asset management. So it was the smaller regional banks that did what they did. And at the time, it made sense. But when we start to get into a situation where the Fed was starting to raise interest rates the way that they were, in my mind, from a business perspective, do you not pull those off the table? Now, you probably get some kind of you know, bump or uh, some kind of tick because you sold prior to maturation. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. But, you know, I, in my mind, I think that those banks should have made better decisions. And that that's just my opinion as well. All right, let's move on. Here's some of the biggest banks, starting with J.P. Morgan Chase. And on my other screen, I've got all the way down to the top 100 banks uh, in the United States and to include, I believe, Canada as well. And JP Morgan is at the top. But now let's talk about some of the banks that went belly up. SVB, First Republic Bank, Credit Suisse got, uh, got an acquisition by UBS initiated in March of 2023. Um, and other banks have gone, I'm looking at Columbia Bank, number 90, Heartland Financial, number 95, and Central Bank um, Bank Company. They're in the red. I don't know if we can get to those websites, but man, there's a lot of banks on here. A lot of banks. I did a story that showed that there were 86 banks that were in the same situation as SVB. They just haven't already... Um, written those off the books or claimed those as realized losses yet. So I still think that there's more banks that are going to go through the same situation that SVB did. Now, remember Mass Mutual when that hit? I want to show you something. Since that, uh, Washington Mutual, back in 2008, 2009, that was a $430 billion bank failure. 
Now let's go look at 2023. We've got First Republic, $213 billion failure. SVB, $209 billion failure. Signature Bank, $110 billion failure. All three of those banks were bigger than the biggest bank failure back in 2008. So now, does this look like it's a crisis based on the numbers, based on what you see on paper? Absolutely. So what do we do? Well, let's get into the software and let's take a look at what's going on with these companies. Here's the biggest banks. I put up the top 10 banks in here. I'll repeat them off. Uh, the top 10 banks are JP Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, U.S. Bank Corp., Charles Schwab Corporation, PNC Financial Services, and Truist Financial. Those are the top 10 banks. Looking at today's uh, close, all of them were under some pressure today. As you can see, they were all in the negative. Look at that. Truist Financial down almost 7%. So what do we do? Well, we've got a Contra to help us out here. BNKD up 8.78% while these major companies are going down. Now, when I say that the other shoe is going to drop, am I saying that about all of the other big banks right here? I don't know yet. I don't know if Schwab and Bank of America and PNC did a lot of the same things that the regional banks did. It makes sense that they probably did, but because these banks are so big, they may not have exposed themselves as much as the regional banks had to in order to make that money. It is what it is. If I go to look at all of these graphs real quick, and let's go look at it from a real strong perspective, looking at uh, I'm going to look at it from a long-term perspective as a swing. Looking at the 20-day exponential moving average, put them on a six-month graph, 20-day exponential moving average. I'm looking at support and resistance. Uh, I don't want to look at dividends and stuff. Hold on. Let's go put on relative timing. Scroll this down. Let's go put on relative timing. I'm going to take off earnings. I'm going to, I'm going to leave earnings per share on. I want relative timing. I want volume. I don't want dividend. I'm going to take dividend off. All right. So when I'm looking at whatever I'm looking at from a vector vest perspective, I want to look at earnings per share and I want to look at relative timing. Let's go to the banks now. Look at that earnings per share. The biggest bank out there. Look at the earnings per share. It is undervalued. RT is feeling the effect of the movement of the stock to the downside. Um, and right now, RT is still above one but getting ready to go into negative territory. When that happens, you shouldn't be in it. Wow, Schwab, earnings per share was good, falling down, RT below one, below the undervalued still, but a sell recommendation. These are only the things you're gonna find in VectorVest. Looking at Bank of America, um, over the last uh, six months, lower than it was six months ago, RT below one and falling, stocks falling below a 20-day, falling beneath support. The volume is there picking up to the downside as well. As people are feeling the effect. Notice that in all of these banks, they're all undervalued. They're all good start, you know, fundamentally sound, look at relative value, relative safety, just right below one. But 
All of these banks have a lot of the same things in common. RT is falling below the 20 day. They are undervalued. The volume is picking up as people are dumping the shares. Morgan Stanley overvalued. Big volume is people dumping the shares. Earnings per share falling. RT below one. Stocks now a sell. Let's go to the next one. Goldman Sachs. Look at the earnings per share falling. Still above, you know, still in the positive, but falling. RT below one now as the stock's price is falling. Let's go to the next one. Wow. Citigroup. Lower than it was six months ago. Below the 20 day. Falling below a level of support. Earnings per share is falling. RT below one. I'm just going to keep on showing it to you. They're all going through the same thing. So as I look at the indicators only found in VectorVest, looking at the earnings per share, looking at the relative timing to tell me if it's the right time or not to buy, giving the recommendation of a sell, all of these things are here to help you. We are in a situation we are possibly in a crisis. We're going to have to see if more banks do what SVB did in fall. As you saw the news articles, more and more banks are starting to succumb to borrowing at a lower interest rate and buying intermediately at higher interest or trying, you know, to, to get the higher interest rate or, you know, in, in that situation. Folks, it's, it's a tough thing to be in right now. And I think it does get worse before it gets better. The Fed is at a point where they kept raising interest interest rates. These banks felt it and now they're just hurting. Does this make the Fed decision to pause easier? I don't know. I don't know. They don't want to be the fault behind the institution falling, but I did tell you that overall there's a lot of liquidity. There's a lot of liquidity in our financial system, in our financial uh, system right now as well. Don't lose sight of that. Folks, thank you for listening. If you like this, hit the like button. Uh, don't forget to share this content. I think that I tried to lay it out as simply as I could. Hopefully it helped open doors and turn on lights for people to get a better understanding and how to take advantage of it. This video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.